Hello, 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 my friends. Welcome back to the Chiona Podcast. It is me, Sarah Sodisi, and we are on episode 20 freaking nine. Almost there. We're almost at the end of the season. Can you believe? Can you believe? Because I can't believe. But anyways, <laughs> this week I wanted to talk a little bit about my childhood because we haven't talked about that in a hot second. And I know that there's been some requests for it. So I mean, why not? Because we're getting closer to the end of the season. Like why, why, why the hell not? And also, for those of you that may or may not know, I just turned 27 yesterday, which means yes, it is my birthday right now when I'm recording this. But nonetheless that's kind of why I wanted to bring up the topic of my childhood because for a while like for some reason I was so obsessed with growing up I was like nobody knows what my life is like and I can't wait to be older and have all my life figured out I can't wait I can't wait until I'm old yo I remember when I was like 13 I was pissed at my mom because I couldn't go to the mall more on that later I was like I can't wait until I'm like 21 and I won't even have to listen to these stupid rules blah blah blah, blah. you suck this and that hmm <laughs> Mia, 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 you got some, you got something cut out for you. You got some, you got some spiraling and some whirlwinds to go through. All right. The mall is the least of your problems, dog. The first story I want to talk a little bit about is maybe TMI. So if you're not comfortable with this and I understand, but it's just like an innocent kid thing. And I'm sure if you're a parent or if you know a kid then they've probably asked this question about why boys can pee standing up and why girls have to sit on the toilet to, to, to go pee. Maybe you haven't heard that question and have never thought about that question, but for some strange reason when I was growing up, that was a question that's like just baffled me to the nth degree because my I have two older siblings for those of you that do or do not know. If you, if you didn't know that, please listen to my other episodes about my siblings. But... I have an older brother and an older sister and my older brother is only two years older than me and a lot of times when we were younger a lot of people would think we were twins and it came until a point where my brother got his growth spurt and he got way taller and looked way older than me and so I became well I became the runt of the family essentially until I had my growth spurt but for some reason though like when we were growing up I wanted to be just like my brother and part of it had to do with the fact that I was like a tomboy but the other part was just the fact that I admired my brother so so much and I wanted to I wanted to just you know like spend time with my brother you know him and I are still pretty tight but I mean like back then it was like a serious thing like we would do everything together so anyways I just remember learning the fact that my brother could pee standing up and that really fascinated me for some reason don't be weird about it guys don't be weird about it don't be weird and that fascinated me to like no to no end. So I asked my mom as a curious little kid. I want to say I was like in kindergarten when I asked my mom this. I was like four or five years old. And I asked my mom. I was like, hey, mom. And she's like, yes. And she's like, what? And I asked her. I was like, mom, why does my brother pee standing up? And I guess my mom was kind of caught off guard with that question because she proceeded to ask me, Sarita, why are you asking me this question? And I said, mom, because I saw when he went to the washroom, he was standing up to go pee and that's weird because I don't stand up when I pee and my mom sat there and I guess she was kind of like going over how she was going to explain this to me in the simplest of terms for like a kid in kindergarten which now like as somebody who studied child development and things like that sometimes it's better to just explain to kids straight up and if they do have more questions then you can explain things but this was the 90s my friend this was the 90s we 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 gotta we gotta figure stuff out as we go along and people have time to grow and and you know be a little bit more cultured as they say so my mom i don't know why she said this because i was just stuck on the fact that like 
I didn't even hear the fact. I I feel like I didn't even hear the fact that I that my mom said it's because he's a boy that he can do that. Like my mom said it's because he's a boy and because he he's taller or like he's bigger, right? And doesn't need a diaper. That's what she said. And I was just like, I like I I I, I took that with me and I was like, he's bigger. He's bigger than he's bigger than me. Yeah, he's bigger than me, but like. And I, and I, and I stuck with that. I ran with that. And I was like, I was like, yeah, he's bigger than me. But like, why am I not big enough to stand up when I pee? And guys, I know you're probably laughing at this right now. And I'm like, Sarah, why the hell did you care about this? And I wish I could give you the answer, but I can't because why I cared about peeing standing up. Maybe it's for the convenience of it. But still, I, this is the embarrassing part. So my mom and I went to the mall one time. Um, because I was in afternoon kindergarten, so I wouldn't go to school in the morning. My brother and sister would go and my mom and I would do errands throughout the day. And then she would take me to afternoon kindergarten. So my mom and I went to the mall one time. I don't remember what we were doing there, but I needed to go to the washroom. And so she was like, okay, Miha, like I'll wait for you outside the stall. Like if you need my help, just tell me. And this is usually what I would do with kids in summer camp. Like I'd give them the autonomy to do that. But if they needed my help, I'll be right outside. So that's exactly what my mom did. And Again, this didn't glue in that my mom was there and she could have seen my feet under the stall and was like, what the hell are you doing? Because I <laughs> I went to the bathroom where I like pulled my pants down, but there was something in me that was just like, no, I'm tall enough to pee standing up. Like, what is my mom thinking? Like, I was just like, no, like my brother, yeah, he's big, but I'm big too. And that means that I can go pee standing up. So I tried to pee standing up. And obviously the female, a cisgendered female doesn't work that way. So then my mom asked me if I was okay because she saw like, obviously I was standing up. So she was like, um, is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the way that body parts work, obviously, I tried to go, but I couldn't because I was like, why isn't it? <laughs> why isn't it? Why isn't this working? And then I realized I was like, okay, like I'm not tall enough or something's going wrong. So my mom asked me again. She's like, Miha, let me go in there. So I opened the stall and she was like, do you need help like going on the seat? And I was like, no, mom. I And I like explicitly said, I was like, mom, I want to go please standing up. And my mom was like, no. Like, just straight up was like, no, Sara Elena, you're going to sit on the toilet seat and that's it. No questions asked, just like, was like, no. (laughs) I was so upset that I couldn't pee standing up. And I asked my brother too, because we measured against each other a lot. Like, we would measure, measure each other against the wall. My mom would do it. So I asked my brother, I was like, measure against the wall. I want to see how tall you are versus me. My brother, obviously, he likes a challenge. So he was like, okay, fine. So he stood against the wall and we measured each other. And this is kind of interconnected with the next story that I'm going to tell you guys about. Because again, my brother was taller than me. He's always been taller, uh, like on the taller side. So when I saw that he was like significantly taller than me, I got really upset because I was like, I'm never going to be able to pee standing up. All right, so we're going to take a little bit of a break from that crazy story and quite useless story, really. But I mean, it's still it's still relevant to the next little piece that I wanted to talk about. So every year, our church would do an annual Wonderland trip for all of the kids to go to. It was mostly for the kids, but also parents would go as well or like some of the older teenagers would go as well. 
I was considered to be the runt of the group or one of the runts of the group because I was like one of the younger ones. And so I was only allowed to go on the younger kids rides and all the older kids, if they were tall enough, they could go on like the big roller coasters and the big kid rides. And something to keep in mind, like I didn't even realize this, but when I was a little, little kid, like I want to say I was like six years old, six, seven years old. This is back when we were living in like down, like in the not so great area of Toronto but when we were living there like I was tiny I was really and going to these places like obviously now I'm like whoa it's big but like imagine like a little seven-year-old looking at like a giant roller coaster and like being like oh I want to go on that like you know I'm just thinking about it like that must have been so terrifying to see but at the same time there was like the thrill of it because everybody else was doing it so anyways I remember a lot of the kids in in our group would make fun of me because I was too small and like I was like a short, uh, I wasn't short, but I was like, you know, a skinny kid that really, really wanted to be part of the group. Like I really, really because my my sister had her friends and my brother had his friends and I had my friends, too. But again, I was like the small I was on the smaller side. So even my friends who were my age or even people who were like a year older than me, for some freaking reason, were taller than me. And that upset me very much because I remember telling my mom, I was like, mom, like everybody's taller than me and it's not fair, blah, blah, blah. Again, this is where Chiona comes from. So guys, don't act surprised. Don't act surprised when I tell you a story that involves me crying in it. And I was like, mom, I'm not tall enough. I'm not tall enough. And my mom was like, Miha, you got to just wait. Like someday you're going to be tall enough to ride the roller coasters and then you can go on with your brother and your sister. Because the way that the rules worked is I had to go on with like an adult or I just couldn't go on the ride at all because I wasn't tall enough, right? So for those of you that, I mean, this happens at every single, like, amusement park that you go to, you get wristbands to demonstrate, like, who's tall enough or who's not tall enough. So the tiers went, like, the red was the highest where you could basically go on anything, and then orange was the second highest where you could almost go on basically everything. And then there was purple, which is where you had to be accompanied by an adult on certain rides and everything or you weren't tall enough to ride specific rides and then there was green which was the lowest one and the first time that I remember us going is when I had the green wristband and everybody else had purple so that was at a time when we were all treated as equals but then for some reason one summer is when all the boys because there was a majority of them were boys that were in our group all the boys had their growth spurt and they all just shooted up to the orange and red tier and I was still in purple and they made fun of me they're like "Ah, Sarah has purple (laughs) and my brother got orange because again he's on the taller side my sister was older obviously so she got orange and I was stuck with purple and my parents had always advised this and this is why I mentioned this in another episode is where I've always felt like I was the one that needed to be protected as the younger one and as the runt of the group so sometimes my siblings would go on there but they wanted to be with their own friends because this is at an age where they're like I want to be with my own friends like I don't want to take care of my little sister type of thing right so at that time I also kind of wanted to grow up and be like everybody else and be like tall and tall enough to ride the ride by myself I remember I I remember one one specific time the night before we went I prayed I prayed I prayed and I prayed and I was like god please I want to get the orange wristband and then I got stuck with the purple and I said I'm like hopefully I'm gonna be tall enough this year hopefully I'm gonna be tall enough this year and I I kept 
asking God. I was like, please let me be tall enough. Please let me be tall enough. Guys, you should have seen it. My seven-year-old self, like I remember this clear as day. My seven-year-old self was like, God, please, like I, I really want to be tall enough to ride the rides like everybody else. I'm so embarrassed by this, guys. Like it's embarrassing, but whatever. And I remember the one of the last times that we went as a group, I was like, this year, for sure, I'm going to get the orange wristband. For sure, for sure, for sure. So we get inside, whatever, like all the parents come in and everything like that. So then we go to the little chart where everybody gets measured and then they get their wristbands. So I'm in line with everybody else and I'm like rubbing my hands Birdman style and was like, yo, I am amped. I am going to get this wristband. I'm going to be able to go on all the rides just like everybody else. Nobody's going to make fun of me ever again. All right, so my brother and his friends go and they're all like, orange, yes, sick, blah, blah, blah. My sister goes, orange, sick, yeah, whatever. So then finally it comes to my turn. And as I'm walking up there, I'm starting to second guess things. And I'm like, no, I'm going to get purple. I'm going to get the purple wristband. And so my mind, the way that my mind worked, again, I was seven years old. You got to allow me on this. I was like, I'm going to cheat. So I went up to the measuring chart and the guy was like, hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, are you ready to get measured? I was like, yes. And then as he looked away, I tippy-toed to try and get up to the orange because I was still in the purple. But even when I tippy-toed, I was still in the purple. Like, I was, like, literally just, like, at the line. And I thought the guy was going to allow it because, like, yo, like, cut a girl some slack. Just trying to be orange like everybody else. But he ruined my life and gave me a purple wristband. I was so cheesed, y'all. I was so cheesed. I was so cheesed. I was like, oh, my gosh. And then the boys in my brother's friend group, they were all laughing at me. And they were like, oh, Sarah got the purple. <laughs> And I'll never forget my brother, you know, he, contrary to the certain things that have happened in our lives where we got into really bad arguments and stuff like that, and even still sometimes we weren't as tight when we were growing up, that moment in time when my brother was like, hey guys, like she's still gonna go on the rides with us, blah, 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 like when he like defended me and was like, hey, like she's still gonna go on the rides, like that was like a, that was like something that I'll take away because I genuinely was really upset. I was really upset. I remember telling my dad, I was like, dad, like everybody else was the orange ones and I don't have the purple ones. And my dad was just like, it's okay. We'll go on the rides. It'll be really fun. Blah, blah, blah. You'll still have a really good time. And I did in fact have a really good time because guys, side note, this is the first and only time that I've ever seen my dad on a roller coaster before. Okay, neither of my parents likes that stuff like they allegedly I don't believe this for a second because I obviously wasn't alive back then and I don't have any witnesses that could tell me that this happened. But they used to go on them when they were younger, but for some reason now they refuse to, which doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever, because if anything back then, the rides definitely weren't safe, whereas now they're a lot more, I mean, they're constructed with a lot more thought in mind and a lot more safety protocols in mind. So it just, I don't know, nothing adds up here. But anyways, this is the first and last time I'd ever seen my dad on a roller coaster because we went on like this kiddie coaster, like it was still fairly large. And the, the, the drops were pretty fun for like a little kid. I mean, and even for a big kid, still pretty fun. So we went on it and I remember my dad lost his hat. That's like the one significant thing. My dad lost his hat. And after we got off the ride, he asked the guy, he was like, oh, can we look around and see if my hat is there? He's like, and then the worker was like, nah, dude, like you're going to have to wait until the end of the day when we go and pick up all the stuff after all the rides have closed down. And my dad was like, hell no, I'm not doing that. And he was kind of like, I could. 
you could tell he was kind of bummed out that he lost his hat and he always reminds me about that every time i bring up this story about how i was so upset that i couldn't ride on the same rides as my brother and his friends or his sister and her friends like he always brings up that story and was like remember when i went on that roller coaster with you and i lost that hat and i was like oh. out of all the things i was so sad about the fact that i couldn't be included like everybody else and you're concerned about your damn hat dog I feel like this story in particular is the most significant to me feeling like, oh, like, I can't wait till I'm grown up and I can't wait to be a big kid and do all these things for myself and all this crap. So when I was in seventh grade, like, yeah, like sixth, seventh grade, a lot of my friends loved to go to the mall together. And sometimes after school they would go. And these were girls that had grown up a lot faster than me because I was still in that age where I had just started wearing training bras and I was starting to figure out what was going on with my body. Whereas these girls, they were like on it. They all knew like, or it seemed like they knew like what bra size to wear and like what clothes fit them really good. And they were all wearing makeup. Like they were just on it. Like, you know, like those TikTok girls that you see nowadays that are like, 14 and they look like they're like 21 like a lot of my girlfriends in the seventh grade were very much like that so I felt like I kind of had to grow up at the same pace as them which obviously I know now was like complete bs bro like come on now be a kid when you need to be a kid but that's neither here nor there so a lot of them would go to the mall together just to roam around to hang out and chase after boys and this was at a time when yes I was starting to get interested in boys as well so I wanted to follow their lead so I remember asking my mom after I came home from school one time and I asked her mom can I go to the mall with my friends and my mom like kind of like scrunched up her face and latino moms are a whole different breed y'all gotta understand something all right like I'm, let me put you on white parents are the type of parents that'll be like okay sweetie let me give you ten dollars or fifteen dollars to go to the mall with your friends by yourself and buy yourself something nice you know and then just let me know when you need to get picked up or you know be home at this time and everything's gonna be fine dandy and okay oh listen latino parents are not like that in the slightest okay i don't know which kind of parents you have but latino parents or at least my latino parents very much not like that i was not allowed to go to the mall oh oh when i asked my mom that she was like y para que vas al mall the translation what are you going to the mall for like what do you need from the mall and the whole concept of it is very foreign to them because when you tell them oh quiero ir con mis amigos i, I want to go with my friends and you know just hang out with them they don't understand that concept of just hanging out there has to be a purpose of you going out and going to these places and my mom just like looked at me and was like you know vas a hacer nada like you're not gonna do anything and i told her i was like no we're just gonna hang out you know like we're just we're just gonna hang out at the mall and my mom yo she just <laughs> i will never forget this argument she was like no and i was like what why not and she's like no and I was like, Mom, I want to go to the mall. Like, let me go. Everybody else is going. Blah, 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 blah. And my mom was like, ah. And then the famous line is like, oh, okay, in that case, like, oh, if all your friends are going to jump off a bridge, or in, in Spanish, it sounds like it sounds like this. It's like, si, te, si, si tus amigos, you know, salten de un puente, usted vas a seguir ellos? Which is you're essentially the same thing as if your friends, you know, jump off a bridge, are you going to follow after them? And... <laughs> 
I was so pissed at my mom that I didn't even take that into account because I thought like, yeah, like, duh, if they're going to jump off, like, I'm going to do it too. But I was so angry at my mom that I was just like, mom, you don't even get it. Like all the cool kids do that these days. Like you're too old and you don't understand, blah, 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 blah. When in reality, the way that I see it was like, what was I going to be doing at the mall? Like realistically speaking, I didn't have a job. Okay, so I had no money to buy anything. And what, we were just going to walk around and do nothing? Like, what? what is the productivity in that? Like, I, I didn't see the logic behind that. Or, like, I don't see the logic behind it now. But back then, I was like, it was like the bee's knees. And everybody who's anybody, they would all go to the mall together and, and, and whatever, right? And this continued in high school, actually. Where my friends wanted to go to the mall for whatever reason. Because this is when people started getting part-time jobs. I myself didn't get a part-time job until grade 12. But a lot of my friends like started when they were in like grade 9, grade 10. Where they got part-time jobs and they could afford things and they could pay for stuff. And they go to the movies and everything like that. Whereas I was not allowed to do that. Or it became filled with rules. Let me give you an example. I remember in the ninth grade... A bunch of our friends went to go see The Dark Knight, uh, the Christopher Nolan movie with Christian Bale and Heath Ledger, who's the Joker, right? I know, I'm old. That's what it came out in theaters. I came out in high school. Anyways, <laughs> I went with my friends under the condition, my parents had said, under the condition that you are out immediately after the movie ends. You are not allowed to go anywhere else after the movie ends. And we have to pick you up and you have to stay there. Like, you you cannot leave that place because that's where you said that you would be. And they even asked me, they said, they're like, where are you going with, blah, blah, blah. And they knew some of my friends, but not all of them because some of them were from our new high school that we were going to go to. So I like kind of was just like, I, I failed to mention the bit where there were people that were from our new high school and then some of them from my old eighth grade high school or whatever. But anyways, my parents let me. So I was like super excited and I was like, oh, yes, yes. And I remember too, the guy that I had a crush on at the time was going to come there. And so that's going to be a separate story on its own because you do not bring a boy that you have a crush on to the movies. Okay, that's like that's like standard rule like if you like somebody and you want to get to know them better please don't bring them to the movies but anyways he was gonna be there so i was like i'm gonna look cute i'm gonna look i'm gonna look so nice so that he pays attention to me he's gonna like me blah blah, blah like you know and so i got dropped off at the movies and i met up with my friends and we watched the movie or we started watching the movie blah 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 and then i was thinking i was like i was like oh like this is really nice like i get to do this with my friends and then after the movies had finished, my friends were like, oh, like, let's go to the mall. Because the mall was like right across from the movie theater. And so they were all like, let's go to the mall to get something to eat, blah, blah, blah. Like, let's go. La, la, la. And I was like, guys, I can't. I'm, I'm not allowed to go. And they're like, what? Like, your parents aren't even here, blah, blah, blah. Like, how are they going to know that you went to the mall? Like, it'll be for like two seconds, da, 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 da. And it was like an angel devil on your shoulder type of situation. Because where you're like, like, angel is like, no, like, stay where you said your parents told you to stay but blah, 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 you have to stay there and then the devil's like oh they're not gonna know like you're just gonna go with your friends and hang out with them for a little bit and then come back it's no harm no foul you'll be fine and i was really conflicted because i wanted to fit in with everybody and, I, and my crush was there too and i was just like oh like what am i gonna do i don't want to look like a loser um and i still looked like a loser because i told them i was like no you guys go ahead like i'm just gonna wait for my parents to pick me up and so all my friends, they left and went to the mall without me. And I had to sit there 
And I felt like such a loser because I was like, why can't I do the same things as all these other kids? Keep in mind, a lot of these other kids, they had parents that were very lenient on them and let them get away with pretty much whatever they wanted. So, I mean, like, there was a difference in that. And not that that's necessarily a bad thing. It's just different parenting styles, you know? But I sat there at the movie theater and I felt like such a loser because I was just, like, sitting there and I was, like, waiting for my parents to come and pick me up for the movies. And finally, my parents picked me up and they were like, where are your friends? And I was like, oh, they all went to the mall. And then my mom was like, my mom was like, oh, okay. And you didn't want to go with them? And I was like, no, mom, because I wasn't allowed to, right? Like, I, I wasn't, like, you you said to just stay here at the, at the movies. And at the time, cell phones weren't really a thing. So I didn't have any way of communicating with them that I was going to go to the mall. And my mom, honestly, like, I, that moment right there was when she was like, okay, yo, she listened to me. Like, this is, like, some serious stuff. So the following year, I want to say in, like, 10th grade... Uh, 10th grade 11th grade is when I started getting a little bit more freedom in the sense where like I could go to the mall with my friends where I could go to like birthday parties and stuff like that but for a very long time and I think this is again this is a Latino thing because for a very long time I was not allowed to sleep over at anybody's house unless it was my family family's house and even still that was a selective thing for some reason like it had to be under certain circumstances but and that's why like I literally when I was growing up I would literally only sleep over at my one cousin's house shout out to Anita I would literally only sleep over at her house and nobody else's house like just just her house I was only allowed to sleep over at for a very long time and then it became my church friends that I was allowed to but again this was under specific circumstances that I was allowed to do that and I wasn't allowed to stay for like more than like two days so eventually in high school though this all started to like get a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. But again, there were other times where I really, really, really just wanted to fit in with what everybody else was doing. So in high school, that's when like parties were like a thing, like like real high school parties were a thing. And there was no way in hell my parents were going to let me pass a certain time. Like a lot of these kids were allow allowed to stay out for however, like in Spanish, it's cuando le da la gana de ir a la casa. Like it means when when they feel like going back home. A lot of them were allowed to just do that. I was not allowed to do that. Now, if I went anywhere further than my curfew, and you guys are probably thinking like, oh, your parents probably let you stay out until midnight or like 11 o'clock. Ciao. I had to be home at like 930. That's like when like, the you, how embarrassing is that? Like, if y'all know how it was back then, like that's when like everybody starts showing up. So by the time everybody showed up, I would have to go home. I would have to go home and my parents, oh, get this, I wasn't even allowed to go back home by myself. I'd have to get picked up by my parents from the spot. And this is what happens when you have strict parents. You have to find ways, not necessarily to lie to them, but you have to find ways of kind of like, I guess like kind of just like guiding them in 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 into places that like make like not that I wasn't I wasn't safe or anything like that but make it seem a little bit more safer than it was because sometimes there'd be parties like hosted by like a high school student and the parents wouldn't know or like for whatever reason the parents just didn't care or whatever so like I had to kind of like wiggle my way around that in order for me to even go in the first place so that when my parents would pick me up they wouldn't see all the craziness that was ensuing so I would ask them hey can you pick me up at this spot and they would be like, okay, sure. And they picked me up from that spot. The guys, this is embarrassing. They would pick me up from that spot at like 9.30 and all my friends would be asking me like, why are you leaving right now? And I'm like, oh yeah, um, 
uh, my parents have to pick me up now and they'd be they'd just be like but everybody just got here and I was like yeah I know but I, I gotta go and yeah it was really embarrassing in high school it was really embarrassing but in retrospect like I'm still thinking like you're still a kid like as as somebody who just is getting ugh, getting closer to 30 than she is 20 right like I'm just thinking like a 14 year old a 15 year old not that I wouldn't trust them with things but it's just one of those things where it's like you can be easily easily talked into so many dangerous things and I would hope that I would raise my kid to know better but sometimes like when you're in certain situations again like thinking about myself when I was 14 like I wanted to fit in so bad with the cool kids or I, just in general there weren't technically any cool kids at my school but like I wanted to fit in so bad with my friends that I was willing to do whatever it took sometimes and sometimes that like really backfired on me so sometimes I really do think about the fact that like I wanted to grow up so quickly and I wonder why because now that I am technically a grown-up I guess quote-unquote grown-up as I guess you can say because I am a Disney aficionado meaning I am a child at heart but like realizing all of this I'm like why did I want to grow up so bad why did I want to get taller why did I want this why did I want that like dude slow it down and as much as I rip on the fact that I am getting older, like, I really like the age that I'm at because it's at a place where I figured out a good chunk of who I am and a good chunk of the type of person that I want to be and stuff like that. But I still have so much left to figure out that I have to look forward to. So it's like, I, I think a lot about the fact that, like, yo, like, you wanted to be in this spot so bad and now that you're here, like, yeah, it's good and everything like that. But, like, yo, you really could have enjoyed being a being a kid so much more if you weren't so focused on the fact of like yo i'm not allowed to do this i'm not allowed to do that like being so angry about that and just like enjoying what you had and like worry free lifestyle you know what i mean like i'm thinking here like i got bills to pay now and i got a full-time job to do like five days a week and everything like that whereas like with school like I was thinking, when I was in high school, I was thinking, I was like, yo, this project is killing me, blah, 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 blah. But as soon as that project was done, what did I have to worry about after that? Nothing. Nothing. My parents would feed me. I had a comfy place to sleep and all this stuff. Like, now I have so much crap to worry about that it's like, dude, why does why did anything that I was concerned about back then, why did it matter? It doesn't matter now. So it's like... You know, like the the priorities the priorities change, and me wanting to grow up so bad is just like one of those things where I was just I I, I asked myself in this time when I'm turning when I just turned twenty seven, like I'm thinking like, dude, you don't, you don't even know how good you had it. And if you're listening right now and you're at an age where you feel like, dude, I, I can't wait to grow up, or dude, I can't wait for this, or dude, like I wish I was older. Please rethink that statement for a minute. <laughs> rethink it for a second because I'm telling you what's going on in your life right now is probably like I'm not saying it's not going to matter entirely because in some way it does it shapes you into the person that you are but it's probably not gonna matter when you're like 25 or 30 years old I'm gonna be very honest with you it's probably not gonna matter so before I go I think the one thing that I've learned in my 27 years of life which again isn't that long if you think about it it isn't with given how long humans live nowadays but something that I have learned in my 27 years of life is the fact that you can't let every moment pass you by and you can't be so focused on wanting to grow up and you know and 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 worry about 
oh, like, what's my life going to be like th when I get here? And what's my life going to be like when I get there? Like some people like doing that and planning their lives out that way. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. But I think a lot of times we're so caught up in our goals and like the future and what's that going to look like that we somehow we forget about what's going on right now. We forget about, you know, like all the amazing things that are going on in your life right now. And if there's one thing I want you to take away, it's just the fact that life is too darn short. It is too darn short for us to be worried about, oh, I don't know what my life is going to be like in five years, 10 years, 20 years. Oh, I need to have this figured out right now. I need to, I, I need to get skip to the part where all of this gets good. Because as somebody that has really persevered in her life and has dealt with a lot of ups and downs in her life again I still have way more ups and downs to deal with but nonetheless the ones that I've experienced I think there's something to be said about learning from those mistakes and again this is what Chiona is all about right so it's, it's, it's something about learning from those mistakes and growing and really taking in the moments that you have right now and holding them tight to your heart because whether it's a good thing or a bad thing that happens to you I'll, I'll leave it with this whether it's a good thing or a bad thing that happens to you it still happens to you and whatever meaning you have associated with it that's what it means to you no one else no one else can take that away from you so yeah I don't know man like I I'm I'm I have mixed feelings I'm not gonna lie I have mixed feelings about turning 27 but at the same time I'm so blessed I and I've cried this whole day from all the messages that people have sent me and all the things that people have said to me. And like, I remember reading from somebody that I inspire. This is what always gets me, dude. This is what always freaking gets me is when people are like, you inspire so many people or you inspire me. And this is just me trying to be humble, but like, it's like a humble brag, I guess you could say. I don't freaking know. But when people say things like that, again, it just touches my heart like you wouldn't even believe. And again, the Chiona in me comes out and I just start to bawl my eyes out because what I wanted so, so bad when I was like 12, 13 years old, that's what I wanted so, so bad is just for somebody to be able to look up to me because when I was growing up, I was looking at these girls. I was looking at women like my mom and my grandma and my aunts and my sister and my cousins and like all these people that were older than me and I looked up to them and I was like, wow, I really wish I could be that. And now like that I'm living this life where I can be a role model to somebody else or I can be an inspiration to somebody else like that. I don't care about anything else but that. Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I've been saying this for a while, but I think I'm going to kind of delay the last episode of my podcast because, I, again, I did say that I wanted to take a break, but scheduling has changed and things have changed a little bit, so you're lucky. You are very, very lucky. We're going to add a little bit more episodes before we end off the season. I do want to acknowledge that school is back in session, and for those of you that are going back to school, hope you have an amazing school year. Y'all are going to kill it. As somebody that's gone through enough schooling and is going to be going through enough schooling soon in the near future, <laughs> it can get tough. I know it can. And you're trying to see what the point is. And like, you're like, okay, like, I hate this. Why am I even here? But I know that in the long run, it'll benefit. It'll benefit you. In some way or another, it'll benefit you. This is your sign. But anyways, I'm out of here. Love y'all guys. Love you. I can't even speak properly. 27-year-old brain. <laughs> Love y'all so, so damn much. I can't believe I'm 27 years old, but I can't wait to see what life is going to be like from this point forward.
Mm, yeah. And 27-year-old me always has to say, Black Lives Matter, Indigenous Lives Matter, Immigrant Lives Matter, and God loves you so much. Uh, would you believe that? Okay, bye.